0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 551st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Uh, I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah.
1: Hello. It's another week. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: sure I've been is. trying to
1: get better sleep without Pokemon sleep around, and it's not been super successful.
0: No Pokemon sleep yet. Speaking
2: of sleeping, Greg is here. Hi. I have been getting sleep. That's not surprising. That's, it's what I do. It's my preferred hobby, actually. If I could sleep, <laughs> the option sleep or do anything else. You know, sleep sounds really nice right now.
0: Uh, yeah, I, we're recording on a Saturday, which is usually my day to sleep in, but we're here early, so I am very excited to go back to sleep after.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the gym to get swole. Do you get tired after the gym? Like, do you nap after no. gym? No. I mean, I could. But, I mean, I could nap at any time. Like, the the question is, could you nap? The answer is always absolutely 100%. Yes, I could nap at any moment. Anywhere, car, plane, park bench, you name it. If if you want me to lie down and take a nap, I'm in. I'm down for any napping you want. Uh, But do I get tired after? the? No. So the weird, I don't know. I'm like, I can tell that my body is tired because i exerted but it's not like this is different than me wanting to sleep yeah i it's, always it's want to sleep
1: physical exhaustion instead of mental exhaustion right
0: speaking of your hearts racing we have some racing pokemon news to go over oh we got some stuff this sure. week
2: yeah <laughs> we're in that weird lead up to pokemon Pokemon. day where they don't really want to do a lot because they don't they're like well we can just save it for the end of the month it's like nothing happens it's just like little hints and tidbits of things like everybody if i get one more person who's like super excited about hearing about the dlcs on pokemon day i'm like cool that may or may not happen you're not going to get a hint of anything until pokemon day
0: somebody asked me the other day they were like what are your expectations for the third Legendary? And I was like, I just hope the third Legendary is, like, framerate fixes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am. This is the new Pokemon frame rate fix.
0: Like, it's so hard to think about, like, DLC or new content when, like, I just want what's there to be fixed.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, so is Eternatus the third official Legendary for... For Sword and Shield, Shield? yeah. We didn't get any additional legendaries, did we? Yeah, we we got got the horses. Oh, yeah, we did. Horses.
0: The horses and the the rabbit that rides the horses.
2: Yeah, the (laughs) best rabbit.
0: We do have some Scarlet and Violet news. We have uh, uh, some TCG news as well. But let's start off with the Pokemon Go news. Um, Niantic normally doesn't report this at all. For whatever reason. Uh, Although, like... It's weird because like you go to like a wrestling show and they like love to brag about how many people are sitting in seats. I'm sure that's also other places where they're like there. We sold out. Uh, Niantic will say they sold out, but they never say how many tickets they sell. That's okay. Fox five. The local Vegas news has told us how many (laughs) tickets they sold. Uh, Apparently it was a 50,000 ticketed event um, for both days. I don't know if that's
2: 25-25. Absolutely. It's it's split immediately in half. There's no other questions. There's no other way to do it. Two days, (laughs) chop it in half. 25 each day. Done.
0: Also don't know how many of those people bought both tickets. Uh, Unsure. Uh, But it says... Organizers for the upcoming in-person Pokemon Go event says that the Las Vegas Gathering has sold out. According to Niantic, the Pokemon Go Tour event Las Vegas is completely sold out after selling 50,000 tickets. The event is for February 18th and February 19th at Sunset Park. Uh, Attendees will have a chance to play Pokemon Go with thousands of trainers from around the world while catching, trading, and battling your favorite Pokemon. And that is the whole news article, Fox 5.
2: (laughs) Must have been a slow week. I mean... They got to the point, and I appreciate that. It completely... gave us
1: information we wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Though it was valuable.
2: And they didn't have to sit here and explain what Pokemon Go is. Like, thank you for yeah. <laughs> like, people. People who click on this article clearly know what this is. You do not need to say, Pokemon Go is a mobile app that launched in 2016. Was it 2016? <laughs> Pokemon yep. Go is still Oy. the top 20 most
0: top grossing apps in the App Store. <laughs> yeah, uh, that seems like a lot of people. I don't know how big Sunset Park is. Uh, I've been told it's very big. I've been told it's a very good place to play Pokemon Go. We'll see. I have also told that it's been overrun by homeless people. But also, where, 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 where isn't at this point because of uh, the housing issue in the United States? Who
2: knows? <laughs>
0: and it's warm
2: there. It is, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, like, a whole of those... lot better
1: than East Coast, where it's—I think I saw over a over negative, like, worse than negative 100 wind chill yeah Fahrenheit yeah. today. Yep,
2: yep. Been there, done that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Greg, if you were coming to Vegas, we could we could went we could got married by Elvis.
2: You missed your again. You need to stop asking me to marry you. The answer is no, and will remain no, <laughs> unless but you Elvis. deal with my unless you deal with my husband in some way. I'm taken. Uh, I have seen people married by Elvis before, and it's <laughs> not as exciting as you would think. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what people expect, but it is literally a person just dressed as Elvis, usually doing. The same old thing, occasionally doing a bad Elvis impersonation uh, and throwing some weird song lyrics in there. And ultimately, everybody there is drunk because it's Vegas, so the chances that you remember it are slim. (laughs) Sounds awesome. Sounds
1: like (laughs) Vegas.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's Vegas. I don't know why I added an extra day for myself there. I'm going to just hate
2: it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you could play pickleball. Pickleball. There's a Sunset Park pickleball complex at the park. Oh boy.
0: We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll fi- I'll figure it out when I get there. We'll uh, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll report back on whether this event was worth it or not.
2: Although oh, there's a do- dog park. A dog park? Sunset Dog Park is attached to Sunset Park. This place is kind of big.
0: Although it's it's starting to seem that the Hoen Go worldwide tour is going to be a bit disappointing compared to the last two.
2: How dare you? It's Hoenn. It can't be Dism.
1: In what way?
0: They they haven't really announced a lot, right? <laughs> it's just, eh. Poke- Pokemon
2: will spawn, and you will catch the... <laughs> you know, <laughs> the game that we play, Pokemon will spawn, and you will catch them. There may be some sort of really light, not at all interesting storyline to go with it. Maybe Willow got drowned in a lake, and you have to find Groudon to make land to save him. It's, somebody's going to be maybe in danger. <laughs> Some and announced- Maxie will probably show up and be like, don't do that. There's
1: something about working together with Team Rocket. And also, since late November or December, we haven't had any special research in the right side of the research page. It's all been timed research. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm Wondering if either the right hand research is going to be big events only or if it's only going to be paid research. From now on,
0: the, well, the, the whole thing is free. Yes, they said there's no ticket. And then they said it was like, what, five dollars for the masterwork ticket, which is mm-hmm. probably shiny Chirachi. And whatever else, like be level 40, do 30 excellent throws. Like, who knows? I don't know what that's going to be. People are going to either complain that it's the, the, the it's too short or too long <laughs> work
1: research is usually pretty good.
0: <laughs> my assumption is that the worldwide thing will have some sort of work with Team Rocket, right? They already said that that's going to be a thing. But it's I, I would assume the unlock is Mega Rayquaza. That would be my guess, because there is the Rayquaza emerges in Primal Rumblings, which is after... The global Hoenn. Sorry, the, that's after the in-person Hoenn GoFest, but a couple days before the global. They said the global would be the weekend after. And this event is like super lackluster, unless you like raiding, because uh, your, your wild Pokemon are Trico, Torchic, Mudkip, all had community days, Warmple, Whismer, Numble, 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 uh, and then Barboach. And then if you're lucky... You may encounter Grovile, Combusken, Tomp. None can be shiny. And then an Absol. And then in Raids, one stars are literally just Trico, Torchic, Mudkip. Three stars are Grovile, Combusken, Tom. Cannot be shiny. Not sure why they're here. Who kno- why we- <laughs> who, is, who is doing and this? Is our, rename the podcast. Who is doing three star raids? <laughs> that should be the name of this podcast. Because who would be doing these? I, okay, and then your five-star raid is Rayquaza, which is a big, big moneymaker for Niantic. People love the, the green snake, dragon snake, mm-hmm. right? There are certain Pokemon that just happened that people just love. Mewtwo, too, Rayquaza. Stick them into raids, people will do them. Uh, and then your mega raids will be Latias and Latios. And that's the whole event. It's really not good. <laughs> it's just it.
1: <laughs> yeah I have no idea why they're doing that event. <laughs> the Rayquaza raids are exciting. It may be that the starters will be harder to get during the actual Hoenn tour. That they will be spawning less often because the, the highlight of the tour events is that you're going to be able to catch every single Pokemon from that generation. So maybe yeah. they just want to make sure that people can get the starters.
2: Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. Maybe. I think that was a I'm trying a to come up
1: with a reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, keep stretching. Quit, keep doing PR for them.
0: Ooh, we keep writing these reasons for Niantic. <laughs> a more exciting event. Also, at PokemonGoLive.com. Charm is in the air. Celebrate Pokemon Go's Valentine's event with a limited love disc research day. Mega Gardevoir makes its debut, which is great. We only have one fairy mega in the game right now. It's Altaria. So this is the second fairy mega. There will be timed research, lovely wishes. Trainers will be able to access a branching time research to grant uh, their wish of a bonus for extra XP or extra candy during uh, the daily adventure sync. You can either choose, uh, uh, no matter which you choose, trainers who complete the research will receive items and an encounter for frillish. Are they saying that one is the blue frillish and one is the pink? Uh,
2: They're not saying it. But that's... It's, it's slightly implied, but not really. It's, it is written in such a way that it's like, well, it could be one path gives you blue, one path gives you pink, or mm-hmm. they just put both of them on there and you get a random chance of getting either. They don't clarify, because why? why would they? <laughs> why? I mean... The Global
0: Valentine's Day Challenge will be from the 7th to the 14th in celebration... You can work with other trainers around the world by sending gifts. If trainers send enough gifts, they will unlock bonuses for all trainers for the remainder of the event. First global bonus would be three times the transfer candy. It's a good one. Uh, second one is two times the transfer XL candy if you're level 31 and above. And then the global the, the, the actual challenge is to send 100 million gifts.
1: Ooh, These that's are prob- really good bonuses.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I. Uh, there's a lot of people that play this game, right? If one million people send ten gifts, it's done. No. Yes. No. No. Uh-huh. They'd have to send uh, gifts.
2: Be, ten it million be people
0: would have to send ten gifts.
2: Ten gifts. There you go. There we we got there. Welcome to Mathcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's called adding zero. But who are doing the three star raids? <laughs> but nobody does three star raids. Look again. I. This is one of those marketing things where you'll be shocked if somehow people failed it, because <laughs> no matter what, they could say, we hit our goal. They stated the goal. And if that's true or not, everything's, wow, so many people play their game and so many things are happening. I would, I would be shocked if we didn't hit the goal. Well, yeah, goal, I'm just we expecting them. There was very, 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 very early on right when they were new at marketing i think there was one where they're like hey we didn't do it <laughs> so we lowered we lowered it
1: yeah i think i remember that
2: <laughs> yeah i remember like one
0: goal we didn't hit but i don't remember what it was I, was it it was like a africanto tour but before johto or something i don't know yeah, i don't
2: remember also there were ones that they did in the actual in was it in sword and shield that they had at the very beginning no you're thinking
0: of sun and moon Sun and Moon. Yes. Yeah, we yeah, failed a it. lot in Sun and Moon. We
2: failed a lot in Sun and Moon. They did not understand the marketing for Sun and Moon that you let everybody succeed and create the atmosphere that you have a super popular.
0: Game. Well what's what's what was weird about that is you had to like connect inside like Festival Plaza and then report yeah. your data. Yeah. And now we have a game that as soon as you connect to the internet, it will like re- read your data. But no goals for this game. Uh they just took away our frame rate. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean the the goal is if we hit a hundred thousand people, we'll we'll improve the frame rate. We'll give you a couple frames back, or you know you'll
0: just get stuck in a raid and then you won't be able to press anything
2: for the remaining of five minutes. It it's only five minutes of your life as you watch things tick down. Helplessly sitting there, it's it's like
0: waiting for Godot. I I now understand why Greninja didn't have Water shuriken because I battled yeah. a breloom that had Bullet Seed, and holy cow, it wastes the timer. I think fifty percent of that match was watching Bullet Seed happen, and I was like, this is unbearable <laughs> right now. Like we 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 literally are waiting so long for our turn.
2: Fifty percent for Seed, fifty percent stuck in a healing menu. That's Scarlet and Violet. That's the raid. Uh, fur Uh
0: You'll be able to change fur to the, val- the heart trim fur-fru. Uh, and, uh, and this is
1: the first time you can do that trim after fur has become shiny available. So this is where people will be getting the shiny heart trim fur for the first time.
0: That is 25 candy and 10,000 stardust. I think the wild encounters are significantly better here for the, this event than the... R- primal rumbles or whatever. So you have uh, Niantic's really on a Nidoran kick. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Nidoran <laughs> and Nidoran. Hopefully, uh, oh, our three star raids have Nido Queen, Nido King, uh, Skitty,
2: uh, Volbeat, and Illumise. So these are um, going to be worldwide. These are, these are all the infamous Pokemon couples Nidorans, the Beats, the, the Bugs, the, their who's famous Skitty's couple. couple. <laughs> Waylord.
0: He's not featured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really big Skitty missed opportunity
2: is, here. That Waylord is not featured Skitty, with Skitty. Skitty is alone, unfortunately. Uh, Wubat,
0: Frillish, Flabébé's, which they've kind of been missing out of the pool for a while. Or if they are in the pool, there I haven't seen one in Very a long rare. time. Uh, Very rare. and Morlul. Some trainers may get uh, a Chansey, an Audino, and a mola, and then the other Bay. And then your eggs will be Lickitung, Smoochum, Happini, Frillish, Frillish, Alolomola. And of course, our raids here. We have uh, Chansey, Shinx, Furfru, and Esper. We haven't seen Esper in raids in a while, so he's back. That worth a dollar? N- not really. No. <laughs> I mean, he's not spawning. He hasn't spawned ever in the wild. He's always been raided. <laughs>
1: If you really like it, it can be shiny.
0: You know what is worth a dollar, Greg? Your three star raids: Nido yeah. Queen
1: and Nido King. Power Can't couple
0: of can get enough. uh Lickitung, which makes sense because I think Lickitung's really good in GBL. Also, can be shiny. Uh, tank can be shiny. Galade cannot be shiny. Nor, nor can Nido Queen, Nido King. Um, and then Tapu Lele will make its shiny debut. Uh, and then Mega Gardevoir in raids as well. Field research will give you Pikachu, Eevee, Ralts, Love Disc, Hippopotas, Frillish, Frillish, Litleo. Some trainers may get Chansey, Spin it with a Heart Pattern, which could be shiny. Um, Combi, Audino, Alolamola Morlol. And then they will add a Frillish top and Frillish glasses to the store. They're OK. They give very like big trans energy. That's pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's the only thing they got going for them.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, the, they're, a little,
2: they're a little baggy. The weird <laughs> eyeball, eyelash, logo really? thing mm-hmm. is just, yes no point.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's okay if you don't know that it's eyeballs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they look like cues to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, one does, the other one looks like a cue <laughs> that doesn't know where it's going because it's upside down. Uh,
0: there's a... <laughs> There's a Love Disc limited research day on Saturday, February 11th.
1: I'm excited for that one.
0: Uh, spin discs, you get a task, discs. you complete it. You, say, I will you spin be, disc, you get discs. I will be
2: <laughs> technically in the best place to play this game on that day for that research.
0: Do you have a shiny we'll, Love Disc?
2: No. It's your Why anniversary, Greg.
0: Th- You're in Disney.
2: It's your anniversary. You could get a shiny heart and you could trade it to your husband. Who doesn't play the game, who will look at it and go, what is this trash? And I'll say, exactly. You could the take a picture with it. The internet made me do this.
3: You could the take internet a picture made with it. it.
0: Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I'm, sure the, I'm sure the mouse will love to take a picture of you, your husband, in a shiny love desk. a shiny
2: love desk that That'll be uh, $200, please, for me to release your phone with this picture on it. Hey, thanks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it's very jarring here. We have one great event and we have one bad event. <laughs> I think the Valentine's Day event seems good. Uh, a lot of options, good rewards, brand new shiny of Frillish and uh, some really good returning Pokemon and the primal rumblings is, do you like starters? Because we got them. Uh, we also got Rayquaza if you like, got them. If you hate money, we got Rayquaza. <laughs>
2: I mean, there's a lot of people, Bobby, who hate money.
0: Bobby has to have like three or four shiny Rayquaza, right?
2: At this point, we we thought that about the Reggies, and we know that, that that's not true. We don't. Bobby doesn't. Bobby does a lot of things that he keeps secret so that he's not actively shamed for it. And I think Bobby needs to come forth on the internet and admit all of his personal shames and tell us how many shiny Rayquaza he has, and if none contractually obligated to spend every last bit of a savings
0: there was like a rayquaza raid day one time wasn't there because i felt like probably i felt like i walked from raid to raid and did rayquaza after rayquaza i think there was
1: probably that, that seems like something chances they are done. good
0: chances <laughs> chances are they milked that
1: yeah i haven't for done, sure i haven't i don't think i have invested in trying to get a shiny legendary specifically in a very long time so i just don't pay attention to those raid days very much anymore because it's it's just money and i'm not usually willing to spend (laughs) that much money (laughs) just try and get a shiny Rayquaza.
0: (laughs) it's just money Uh, Uh uh-huh
1: that's all those events are i mean i have a whole ton of um the non-remote raid passes. So if there is a time I could get together in person with people to do a raid day, that is a good experience. But when it is remote raid passes, when all of the friends you are playing Pokemon Go with are far away, and the ones who are in person have no interest in the raids, (laughs) um, they're eh, not really an event I want to do. But, is back.
0: And I'm i'm sure they will continue to milk it before the mega well i i, I saw that people are like i'm surprised that they didn't give rayquaza dragon ascent like why are you surprised it's not mega yet they would save dragon right they're they gonna save that the mega. they need to save it to milk <laughs> That's, to milk it more I, I don't i i would assume those players just never played like auras they just don't know that like the gimmick about Rayquaza is it doesn't need a Mega Stone. It just needs to use Dragon Ascent to Mega Evolve. That's the whole gimmick. Um, but yeah, it was like Breaking Swipe. Why not Dragon Ascent?
2: Because they're not done, mil- Niantic's not done milking you not, yet. They're That's not why. done. <laughs> there should be some lean years coming up and they need to. They need to fill it with something. Um, before before we go to break, uh, give me Greg, give me your Comfey update. Um, okay, well, we were worried. Depends on who you ask about your night. Uh, it was severely nerfed uh, from test to from the open, what do they call yeah, it? The test servers. From the, from the test servers to reality. Um, there's a lot of people who consider it dead weight. Uh simply because the healing that it provides is so much worse than how they fix a lot of the other healers, particularly uh, Cleflable right now um, a healer and uh yeah, it does some it does moonlight healing, and oh. they bumped moonlight healing healing quite a bit uh like quite a bit. I will say if people are really like there are a lot of people who are really good uh who can make it work really well, but eh, just watching it in random solo play, it bad. <laughs> it's It really requires, I think it really requires you to attach to somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, And if they have a person that just doesn't have any clue what they're doing in any way shape or form like you're just you're attaching just to a bad player and you're going to have a bad experience and the healing that it's providing the things that it does aren't up to par with other choices and this is really for solo queuing which is what most people do um if it attaches to
0: Sableye does it turn invisible
2: it does oh okay yeah so if it attaches to Sableye and Sableye goes invisible it also goes invisible um, can it attack but, like, when it's on a Pokemon, or can it only heal it? It can attack. It has attacks, but they, uh,
0: but they're probably like closer range.
2: They're closer range. They're also some of the attacks are directional. So the problem with some of the like grass knots directional, the problem is if you're attached somebody doing mm-hmm. uh, a grass knot and that player turns because you have no control, it turns your aim. So there's some. <laughs> Problems with people you like just can't aim. I'm liming and lining up a shot, and then the person <laughs> that they're running, they're attached to, runs off, and it switches, and they move. So, like grass knots, the not that option. People are going with magical leaf. They are, um, the the healing is based off of the how many flowers it has attached to itself currently, which it gets through going into tall grass. So, one of the things people are doing is they'll attach. They'll detach to pop into tall grass, get a get a boosted attack off, and then jump back on. And the people who are doing really good with it are good at doing that juggle, where they jump off, do a boosted attack, jump back on. They have a lot of healing at that point in heal. It's a lot of juggling. Mm. Um, the Unite move is really weird, in that it creates a big spot of tall grass, and anybody who's in it is hidden. And the patch is big enough to also hide Rayquaza at the end. So <laughs> but that sounds everybody awesome. knows Rayquaza is in there. So nobody's not hundred percent sure like what is that doing? Well, wow. it would hide its health, right? It hides its health. But not for a tremendously long time. it it it, it is an unusual Pokemon. It, I think Generally, across the board, everybody agrees that it was nerfed into the ground, and it was nerfed too far. It it definitely needs to be brought up to at least be considered a better contender than it is right now. That said, people who are good with it, who are good at the bouncing on and off, who are fine with only taking... Only two moves really work, which is Floral Healing and Magical Leaf, because it's really too hard to use the other ones. Um are having a are having a good time with it. I will say generally when a thing comes out, you'll see a lot of it. I've been, I've played a number of matches and I only ran into it once. Pretty much a, most of the top players are like it's given the other healers in the game, it is not an optimal pick right now. Mm. Okay. If so, you like it and you can get good with it, yeah, you you can do a lot. Does it have a does it have like an outfit already? Not that I saw. Mm. That's a bummer. Well, no deal then. I'm only there for the outfits.
0: I'm only there uh, for the punk rock Azumarill.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're gonna put an outfit on Comfey.
0: Yeah, that's why I was like, arms. is there an outfit? Because it's like very it's small.
2: It's tiny. And most mm-hmm. of the time you can't see it. What's mm-hmm. interesting is you can tell which Pokemon it's attached to because it gets their nameplate gets a floral flourish on it. It's like, oh is on that one. And you can kind of see it. It's hard to see when it's attached to somebody. Also, you can't target it, so it doesn't matter. The other thing about Comfey is you can't score while you're attached. That makes sense. So you have to detach to score.
0: If you're on, like, a Tyranitar, and the Tyranitar dies, do you die?
2: No, you pop off immediately. Oh, okay. And then... Since you have no health, and generally whatever just killed a terratatar, <laughs> which is somebody really fighting hard you are you are up the creek people um uh, generally I've seen them, they hold off, they do a lot in team fights where they'll attach to somebody when that's done immediately jump to somebody else because they know they're squishy um so unless you attach something that you know has good survival, I've seen a lot more people attaching only in group settings. But still, the other thing that is, you re- in order to come to be really, really good at healing, you have to get to level 10. And so that means you're relying on XP share, which is now a much better item, but also like attaching to an attacker or somebody who is sharing those kills with you to get up that high. It's not it's not as good at lower levels. So they probably also need to fix that to make it more viable.
0: Cramorant's still bad?
2: No. No, they fixed it. it's fine. They're still it's it's definitely not the top tier that it was because they did the emblem uh switch around. Yeah. But and uh, it's and
0: its ultimate got well, everyone's ultimate got weird.
2: Yeah. Everyone's ultimate's got weird. It's ultimate got partic like now the fact that you can kill Cramorant <laughs> Pretty easy in the middle of its ultimate, uh, hurts Cramorant a lot. Yeah. Before, it was really hard to get in to kill Cramorant. Now it's not as hard to get to Cramorant, and Cramorant does not have a lot of life. Um, so, like, generally, it used to be that you would just run out, right? Like, you would just run out of the thing. And now you generally see attackers run in because, like, I'm just going to end this. <laughs> Especially since most Cramorant players' ultimate when they're already at half health. So you're like, Ouch. I can get I can get through that shield and get that Cramorant down without taking enough damage to kill me. Um particularly susceptible to the Larvitar line. Tyranitar. Tyranitar is just it gets stronger the more least health it has, which is bad. <laughs> so you can see Tyranitar's charge in towards Cramorant in an ultimate I'm like kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. I'll be out here. <sighs> All right. Well, let's
0: take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we got some TCG news and we have a uh, Canadian Nintendo interview to talk about. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience. You can sell anything. They also, they just released a new uh, selling attachment for merchandise. You can sell your products, content you create, and
4: even your time. Greg? Yes? Life is full of lots of problems. Yes, absolutely. absolutely require solutions. 100%. So, I have a problem in okay. that I love yarn. Yep. I love yarn crafting. Mm-hmm. I think this should be well known for, for the folks who listen to our program. But yarn is very expensive. Especially the really yeah. good yarn from yep. Rare Animal. I have recently discovered a YouTuber. I'm not going to mention their name because now they're going to be a competitor. Okay. That just does demonstrations and patterns of yarn crafting, and yarn companies send her free yarn. To use oh, I see. I see. yarn. Okay, okay. I, she I, I, I has I? a website. I went to yeah. it, and I was like, this is an incredibly professional-looking website that you have your patterns listed, that people can buy the patterns through the site. They can see your videos about how to make the patterns. They can learn about yarn. They, and I was like... All I need to do is make my own website. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I can literally copy everything yeah. that she has, except one hundred percent. Do it I'll better make it my own patterns. Yeah, I'll, like do it in the opposite direction and say this is the masculine version yeah. or something like that. And then I will get the free yarn. And you know what? Yeah, I can use Squarespace to do that.
2: You absolutely can. You can get people to rate your patterns. You could sell your patterns with the new selling tools. There are so many possibilities with a Squarespace website. Galleries of your beautiful yarn that you're getting. You could post reviews and email your loyal followers when your newest rare yarn find review is up. Easily done with Squarespace.
0: You can head over to squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, use our code P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of website or domain. This podcast is brought to you by Mint Mobile.
4: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. And when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? The catch. But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce Sauce? is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Look,
0: if you hate your current phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for 15 bucks a month. Maybe you don't hate your current phone, but you want another phone. Maybe you want to be that person with two phones like me. (laughs) And then people think you're just playing twice the amount of Pokemon Go. I'm not playing twice the amount of Pokemon Go, but you COULD be that person playing twice the amount of Pokemon Go for just 15 bucks a month because you have two phones. But maybe you just want one phone. I can tell you by using Mint Mobile in Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Seattle, Boston. It works. I get, It says a little 5G in the corner, I get the speeds, I log in, Pokemon Go working. You get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and your the plan shipped to your door for free. You can go to mintmobile.com slash pkmncast. That is mintmobile.com slash pkmncast. And you can cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month. And we are back from our break. We got some uh, bone chilling news here. This is uh, softpokemon dot Card set development ending for the Pokemon Trading Card Game Online to devote resources to the Pokemon card, the Pokemon Trading Card Game Live, which is the new one. Card set development for TCGO will end on March first, twenty twenty three. Crown Zenith will be the final expansion to be incorporated into TCGO. And then all resources will move to the Pokemon trading card game live, which is available in beta uh, around the world on iOS, Android, Windows, and Mac OS. Sorry, Linux users. You don't get anything ever.
2: Look, they know how to hack. If you're a Linux person, <laughs> you know how to make any of the, you, you, you know how to go into the code and make it work. Yeah, probably. because You're a Linux user.
1: Or just run a virtual machine.
2: The in-game versus ladder
0: rewards will track, uh, will continue leading up to the update to the eventual game sunset. No further updates will come to Pokemon TCG outline outside potential bug fixes. The standard 2023 s- format rotation and the Pokemon tool card etra- Errata. I don't know what that is. Errata. Errata will not be applied in Pokemon TCG online. So there, there's a lot here. Number one, let's get the elephant of the room. Uh, TCGL is bad. It's not good. It's, it's still in beta for a reason. <laughs> it's, it's not ready. Uh, for, I want to remind people that this game was supposed to come out. They, they said October of whatever, around the time Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl was supposed to come out, I believe. And then they delayed it. And then did we just live in this beta now. Uh, where it's not great. The Pokemon company invited me and a couple other people to have like a preview for this when they were getting ready to launch it. And I was like, yeah, this seems fine. And then they got delayed. They also did say that you can you can do this now, right? This this has been available since it's been in beta. You can migrate your PTCGO account to PTCG live or PTCG live. Um, It's a one way trip, though. So once you take your account from uh o to l uh you can't go back but they also said once live is out of beta then online would shut down permanently this could be a gmail situation where in beta for the next five to ten years who knows but you'll need to move your collection eventually but no one wants to move their collection because live is not good but also you're they're almost forcing your hand at this point because if you play standard it's done like crown zenith will come out and then the sword and scarlet and violet sets will also follow very shortly and that is the new format again some details here uh online has a trading post where you could trade you know your charizard ex for your zero or ex or you could trade 18 booster packs for one cynthia full art um live does not have trading that's both good and bad the trading market was the wild west it was it was very intimidating to new players it was very hard to navigate it was very hard to tell whether or not what you were trading was good or not or or bad or like how many packs is this worth or like oh you opened the pack you should have kept the pack sealed because the pack was worth more when it was not opened. Uh, on the flip side live has it where um you could only get four of every card and then other cards would turn into like some sort of dust like hearthstone and you can use that dust to buy other cards. So better in some instances worse in some instances neither neither is like a perfect system but I don't I, that's not what people are talking about. People are talking about how live is just not great. It's not amazing. And PTCGO will still work. But it's almost like, what's the point? If, you know, I feel like if if you're if you're logging in every day, you're the person that they're forcing to make the move. Because who's logging in every day and being like, oh, I'm not that excited for the Scarlet and Violet cards. <laughs>
1: It's just a poor transition.
0: I also think there's a little, um, I don't know, I don't know how to word this. Like, there's like some bad faith here, or some, some maybe we're like getting gaslit because they they say here that they need to, they want to put all of the resources into live, but they're too different developers. I understand that there's probably somebody there talking and being like, alright, we need to update this, but like, Direwolf Digital, did they know
2: this was coming? Like, I, I'm going to say when they say, put, put all our resources, they mean we're stopping paying the one person yes. and we're taking the money we were <laughs> <Yeah>. paying them <laughs> and paying that to these other people to make them work out the bugs. We needed to put the resources aka our paychecks somewhere else which is I'm sure Dire look, the chances that Dire Wolf has been getting any sort of money other than a trickle to pay for licensing for the product that they haven't been able to update in 500 years uh, yeah I'm pretty sure they knew this was coming this is probably the end of the contract that they had with them and they're like okay well the money ends we're going to give now all the money to the new developer you need to fix the bugs because the other game is going to go bye bye
0: but at a certain point, too, like when they announced this, Direwolf Digital was like, well, what are we doing for the next year besides like adding the expansion packs and fixing bugs because they weren't adding any new features? <laughs> I'm, 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 wait, wait. I'm so excited for in like 10 years when their non-compete, non-disclosure clause ends. I'm waiting for the Netflix documentary <laughs> on how the Pokemon <laughs> company screwed over Direwolf Digital because Direwolf Digital, they make other games outside they make a lot of, of
2: other great games
0: tcgo and they're good and mm-hmm. we have seen little trickles here and there on twitter and on like reddit of employees from direwolf digital being like we are so restricted of what we can do and we wanted to do this and we were told no and this is why you have the game you have
2: oh yeah i mean you're gonna have to wait a bit 10 years seems uh (laughs) 10 years given all the players involved seems a bit uh early that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a 20 30 year (laughs) sort of a deal that's gonna be like heat death of the universe finally we can tell you how bad pokemon the company was
0: (laughs) say say what say what you will about 10 cent or dna or dna makes pokemon masters for the record or maybe you even don't, don't even like those games. Like, I don't like MOBAs. I don't like gotchas. I think Pokemon Masters, like, from a video game standpoint is made well i'm not saying oh, yeah. that you might not like enjoy it you might not like the game play but the game itself is actually like
2: rock solid like again how you can, can tell you that
1: not... from the moment you open the game
2: yeah how do <laughs> you not enjoy smooching pokemon trainers from around the world <laughs> again you might argue that some
0: things in masters are complex or you don't like the combat or like this doesn't appeal to you but that game like works the music well, is fantastic the voice yeah. acting the like the the for what it is it's great then the same for unite again you you might not like mobas it might not be your cup of tea but like besides the issues that unite has maybe some of the balance stuff like unite feels like a really decent <laughs> greg's like mm, maybe not <laughs> like unite feels like a product
2: here's the thing unite in the game feels brilliant How they have made those menus lag as (laughs) bad as they do, I I do not understand. I cannot comprehend how you can lag so hard in just about every menu and every every time you click into an option, how that lags that long. Again, the weird thing is, is it doesn't affect gameplay, (laughs) which is like... They say, well, I save all the processing for
0: that 10 minute match.
2: Every, yeah, every every match is brilliant, but the minute I have to go collect my rewards, I'm like I'll just do this tomorrow. I don't have another 5 hours to try to get through these menus today.
0: But but you but then you so you, you have Unite, you have masters, you have we could even throw Pokemon Go in there. And the, TCGO has always been like this like Windows 98 game. <laughs> that we that we've just like lived with because that's what we had.
2: I well, I will say that they they clearly didn't treat the online presence when that game was made as important. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. They were it still was focused a, on it being a tabletop game.
2: It was a nice to have. And then when the pandemic forced everybody to be home, it no longer became a nice to have it became a absolute must but they were so far down the path of starving that game to death that they weren't about to change directions they were just going to make something new so like i get the fact that like unite and masters don't have an outside thing right there's it, there's not an outside version of unite <laughs> You know that is the game and they knew what it was and they put the money towards it. I think they starved Direwolf at the start and said, we're going to give you X amount of money, you will make X amount of money because the package, you know, it comes out and this is a nice to have. And they never revisited that until they decided we want something new in-house that we have a lot more control. It's
0: just, it's just so frustrating because
2: like, the reason I
0: mean, this a personal reason, but the reason I, st- I stopped playing Netrunner, which was my favorite tabletop card game of all time is just because I there's no one to play with. I went out of my way to find hobby shops and leagues and it was like Netrunner Wednesday night. Okay, cool. No one showed up. Okay, I guess we're going to yeah. stop doing Netrunner on Wednesday nights because no one's showing up. And, and part of this, is a, this does not apply to the Pokemon TCG, although it's a very common problem. But for every card game, board game, tabletop game, sometimes you don't know if you're playing the rules right. Yep. Uh, yep. So we would be playing Netrunner and be like, mm, I, I, I read this card back and forth. I think we're doing this right. Maybe we are. It'd be nice if we, like, we went to like a, a group thing where somebody across the table could be like, oh, I thought that too. But actually, this is how your card plays. When people are trying to get into the Pokemon trading card game, by without hesitation, I'm like, download PTCGO. That game looks like it's from Windows 98, but... The actual intro tutorial of TC- PTCGO was good. I mean, it looked bad. Yeah. Uh, it, like, you're like, what is this 2D clip art happening here? But it legitimately taught you the game. And then also, the nice thing about TCGO is there was no interpretation. Like, the, the, the game handled the rules. Like, oh, you cannot play two energy. Like, right. the game doesn't let you. Right.
2: Did I tell you about? The learning experience i had at pax unplug about with the tcg game how yes. they're doing it the new way they're doing it i think i think if you can go to those events or they're having an event the new way of teaching the game is vastly superior um but again it's just like it is also the same for magic as like we'll go to arena and it will it it will teach you enough of the basics like it the, the computer will stop you from breaking the rules and it won't explain to you what the rule is, but it will stop you from breaking it, and you will still need to read it and figure out why it's stopping you, because sometimes (laughs) you'll be like, why can't I do this? Like, there is a rule that you can't have two of the same legendary creature out, right? So if you have a legendary creature, monster B, and you have another card, when you put the second card out, one of those two has to go away. The computer's like, pick, and you're like, why? What am I picking for? (laughs) What is happening? Because there's this very specific rule that says that can't happen, but the game doesn't explain that to you. But you can definitely get the basics of how to start the game. But it's the problem with a lot of smaller games where it's like, I don't have enough people here to teach me how to play this game. And for games that have been around for a very long time, the rules get so complicated. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, what is this interaction? And what does that mean? I mean, I have cards in my Magic that I have to stop and say to the table. Okay, remind me again. What what are we doing here? How does this <laughs> interact with these seventeen different things?
0: Yeah, and I want to like I do want to stress for people who maybe don't follow the this very closely is when I I played competitive Pokemon TCG for three years. When I, every weekend I would go to tournaments, whether that was like a cities or a battle roads or a states or a regionals and that was during the time of Black Black Two white 2 and then X and y and you would get to these tournaments and it would be like, we have 30 people registered for Black Two white 2 tournament. We have 400 people registered for the pokemon trading card game like it was so drastic and we're getting to a point now where like more people are getting more comfortable with the vgc stuff and now like uh like vgc stuff is filling up and they need more spots but the the if you go to a regionals or an in-person tournament the the uh, there is just so many more tcg players out there and i think some of it is accessibility right like you don't have to you just buy what you need and you're good some of it is just people collecting cards and that coming out every three months and that keeps that engine going. Um and some of it is just people like to have cards in their hand and they just like to play that. Like me me too. I don't see how making a really good standalone app pushes people away from that. And maybe and I'm sure that's what they thought. And I'm sure that's what Magic thought very early on, too, of like, oh, if we build this online app, it's going to hurt our, like, physical card sales or it's going to hurt our physical tournaments. I don't think there's any proof of that. I think, if anything, it, it, it would encourage more people to play and then people playing online for a year might be, have the courage enough or the skill set enough to be like, I want to go to an in-person tournament.
2: But also yeah, have, it, have
0: online tournaments yeah, as well. Like, have both the, because
2: not everyone can travel. The issue that I think they run into, that is a valid fear is you have to buy, like in Magic Case, you have to pay for packs in the game as well as pay for packs outside of the game. So there is a fear, and I think it's a valid fear, of double dipping into your customer base. One that I think has lessened the more they're like, oh, we can be really greedy with it. But I still think it is a valid fear of... When you are double dipping, when you're hitting the same company customers to pay for things twice, there is a limit of how much they want to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, like that was a that was also a thing in TCGO. There was so really early on in TCGO, you could give it you could you could give it money and then they took it away. And I think in like some country, they still allowed money, but it wasn't the United States or Canada. Also, TCGO wasn't in Japan at all. It was (laughs) no Japan. Um, But your solution, and we've talked about this on the podcast like a a year or two ago when I think they first announced live was if I wanted more booster packs in TCGO, my options were to go out and spend $4 on a booster pack at Target, open that pack, redeem the code card, or my other option was to go to eBay or a card store like Cool Stuff Inc and buy bulk cards because somebody's opening a bunch of booster packs and then taking those cards and then putting a big stack and then putting them up on eBay and I could get I could get like 200 booster packs digital booster packs for like 60 or 70 bucks and that was versus one booster pack for $4 and it's like they know Pokemon knows this is happening They know like they know that listings and stores are selling code cards. And do they what if what if they just cut out the middleman? And what if I in the app, I could just buy a digital booster pack because they're. It's, it's not an issue of kids. Well, we don't want kids to accidentally do this, uh, because kids can actually, uh, can accidentally spend money <laughs> in Pokemon Go, Pokemon so Masters, can fish Pokemon Unite, the Magikarp Jump. Uh, the, I actually don't think that the, the toothbrushing game has any microtransactions, but if it did, they could spend money there. So it's, it's no longer this argument of like, well, we want to protect kids from spending money. Like we now, and to be fair, to be fair, TCGO existed before all of these apps came along and microtransactions were a very common thing in today's society. But live has no microtransactions. It's the same thing. You can, you can buy a booster pack, redeem it. If you get too many cards, it changes that to dust. But also live is bad. So it's not even we don't even have like this real it. It's so crazy to me that we live in a world where like Hearthstone and uh, well, I, I, I think most people don't like actually Arena, um, but the, but there are a lot of really good card games that have existed. Like a, the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff is really good. And then live just kind of feels like we moved from Windows 98 to like we we moved to like Windows 2001. Like we barely we barely took a step forward here.
2: well i think actually
0: a lot of people would say we took a step backwards because i I don't even think live has like tournament support at all because in in tcgo you could do like a you could do like a is it i think it was like an eight person tournament and then if you won it you got like a bunch of booster packs yeah i think it was eight i think it was like three rounds and if you won you got like four booster packs then if you came in like second you got like two live doesn't have that i don't i don't know what what they're doing over there Again, I'm allocating Reallocating
1: waiting. resources. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> waiting for that. Do we even know
2: who's making live? Is it in-house? It could be. Maybe it's Ilka. I, I, it's I, a
1: different style from Ilka's games. And it's going wrong in different ways.
0: <laughs> Ilka makes a mean PC box, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. I'm still waiting for that Direwolf dire Digital... I, I need to follow every employee at Dire Digital because the second that contract <laughs> is up, I need, I
2: need to know what they're about to tweet. I mean, spoiler alert, I know, peop- I know people in that company.
0: Uh, okay, some other Pokemon TCG news. Uh, this actually piggybacks off it because oops, the Scarlet and Violet TCG stuff is coming uh, in Japan. It looks like it's called Triple Beat. Uh, it will release on March 10th. Uh, it has very fancy illustration rares of Sprigatito, Fuecoco, Quaxly. Quaxley. Uh, this will be our the U.S.'s June set. So we should we should be getting the first Scarlet and Violet stuff in March because Crown Zenith j- already already came out. And then March, April, May, June. Yeah, that makes sense. Every three months. So this would be our triple beat would be our June set. Not not a lot of cards shown, but we were getting like full art, very fancy starters. Uh, they showed some Tauruses. Uh They all they all look good. All the cards look good. The, there's no complaints there. The TCG stuff continues to look really, really great. Somebody's stepping up their art game over over been creatures or whoever's making these cards. Um, we know at least some cards to expect, but that that comes out. Next month in Japan. And yeah. Scarlet, Scarlet Violet cards seem exciting.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I even as someone who didn't play the TCG, always when a new generation had their cards coming out for the first time or just new Pokemon in there for the first time, that's always exciting.
2: I like the pictures.
1: They're real pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and the the full art is the... The Full Art Sprigatito, Fuecoco, and Quaxley, those are the replacement for Rainbow Rares, right? Mm. Or that they, they can be? That they still have the, the holographic rainbow on them is what I've seen?
0: I don't think they're the replacement. I think they're... Are they, are they considering those Trainer Gallery? Or... What are the words? Oh gosh, I can't remember what they're called. Something Gallery. But maybe they changed the wording on that. I'm not sure what these are falling under
1: okay we do really
0: pretty we don't fully mm-hmm. know i think i think it's safe to say that rainbow rares got completely cut well I, I i guess i don't know the the new rarity structure of the cards i'm may, may, i'm sure it's somewhere on pokey beach or serabee or bulbapedia of like what the new rarity is but i will know a hundred percent next month when set one comes out of there's also rarity in rarity. Like if you look at Crown Zenith, I think it's like the Garatina is like significantly more rare than like the, the and Palkia, even though they're all considered gold cards. Um, it's, it's weird. Uh, speaking of weird, Nintendo of Canada's Susan Pennyfather. I didn't know this was a role or a position. There's a... <laughs> I guess you know, Nintendo America, Nintendo Canada.
2: I guess you don't really think of it. Somebody cornered her for an interview, so that <laughs> happened yep. with very eight specific questions no more, yep. no less.
0: Uh, this was published February 2nd. This was off the com. This sounds like a not an actual news website. <laughs> I don't you know. mean uh what's that like website in in the uk it's like the sun or something where it's like everyone's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. don't don't read everything from the sun is bad it's like the national enquirer yeah 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 uh there look there are eight questions we don't need all of them uh we'll read the pokemon specific ones post arcade says uh those are the people i guess answering or asking um probably like Anyways, uh, Nintendo has enjoyed a very good stretch since the Switch launched in 2017. How do you feel about the last 12 months? Uh, She talks about. uh, resonating strong with Canadians, really good hardware sales, Mario Kart 8, the booster pack course. She also talks about Splatoon and Splatoon 3. And then she goes on and says, and then there's Pokemon It is the highest grossing entertainment media franchise of all time. It's technically not true anymore. It's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Mm -hmm. with more than 444 million games sold worldwide. In November, we launched Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which sold 10 million units globally in three days, which is the largest launch weekend in the brand's history, in Nintendo's history. They talk about a little bit more software and publishing on the Switch. They talk about Switch Online. They mention Goldeneye. That came and went already. (laughs) Uh, Then the question asked, the latest Pokemon games proved wildly successful, but also suffered from plenty of performance problems and glitches, a problem not common in Nintendo exclusives. What did you learn from the software launch? This is a really good question. Honestly, Suzanne says, you know, we absolutely apologize because it's so important to give players a positive experience with our games. And when this doesn't happen, we take it very much to heart. What I can say is the feedback from players have absolutely been taken seriously. We are working on improving these games. And then they talk about some mobile stuff. But uh, it, it, it's a good question. And even though, like, you know, we heard three weeks ago that a February update is coming, which who, who knows when that update's going to be.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's Pokemon Day. It has to be Pokemon Day uh yeah i um i don't know it's good to hear that being repeated that it's being taken seriously
3: yes we'll have to see
1: if there's follow-through but it's good to hear that the disappointment got through because it doesn't always it didn't with brilliant diamond shining pearl
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're right it did not I mean, there was enough backlash for the national decks that they put out a statement being like, we heard you. We don't care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly, they care about this one.
0: Yeah, I I actually think that the update will be before Pokemon Day. So they can. Not focus on it. So my assumption would be like usually updates come out on like Thursday nights um, because that's usually when raids reset that's when we got our first update was on a Thursday. That's where we got a lot of the Sword and Shield updates were on a Thursday. I would maybe say we get it on like the 23rd. Pokémon Day is on a Monday, and then on Monday they just gloss over it. Because my assumption, and I think some people are going to get mad about this, this update's going to come gosh, um, maybe not my assumption, my hope is that this update is frame rate The PC boxes getting stuck in raids like those are probably the top three that come to mind for issues. Um, Maybe game crashes just fix all of that. And then on Pokemon Day, you don't really have to mention it, but you can at that point you can say like, well, this is the content coming or like these are the new raids coming because you can say like, hey, we have a seven star Mewtwo raid coming, which I think would be very exciting. or I don't know, or like a seven star whatever insert Pokemon here and then you don't have to focus on. Well, we just released this huge patch.
1: Yeah, fair point. It would be good to have goodwill just in there to start Pokemon Day.
0: Yeah, that's why I think they would do it like slightly before. And then instead of mentioning it during the press release and then all the news outlets picking up like, oh, like they're fixing the Like they can kind of double dip in the news cycle. Yeah. At that point. Because Pokemon Day is supposed to be a celebration. I don't know if they want to spend their celebration (laughs) being like, we fixed our broken best-selling game. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, I think it would still... I think for a hardcore fan, you would get goodwill there. Um, Mm -hmm. I think for a casual person, they would be like, oh, I've only put 15 hours in. Is it broken? (laughs) I didn't play that. I feel like
1: even casual people can tell. Yeah, I
0: think so. I mean, there are still some people that are like, I... They're like, ah, I don't, no I don't notice a frame it. rate issue. Like, yeah, like I, I, get that too. Like at a certain point,
1: after, your brain adjusts to it,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, I haven't, like I'm not a PC gamer, so I've never played like 120 frames a second like shooter or anything. I'm sure if I did play that for several hours and I went back, I'd be like, oh my gosh, the difference here. But like because I'm a console player. I don't know what 120 frame rate is, <laughs> but I'm sure that is for some people like very casual. They don't they can't really feel the difference between like 16 frames and 25 frames. They're just like, uh, oh, it's a little slow, but they might not know what the language is. Yeah, but Pokemon Day is coming. It's on Monday. uh. So I don't know. I, I don't know what that podcast is going to be. I guess we'll record our normal show before Monday. Maybe we'll do like a small bonus episode after and then. So people don't have to wait a full week. I'm not I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but. I also don't know what Pokemon Day is going to look like. (laughs) I I think I think there's the uh, the assumption that. You know, my myself included, uh, you know, this show included, people love to look at patterns, right? Like, you know, X and Y, where's Pokemon Z, black and white, where's Pokemon Gray? Those are two instances where the, the pattern was broken, right? So, because we have one game with DLC, that, that game had two DLCs. Crown uh, Tundra and Isle of Armor. Is Scarlet and Violet getting another two DLCs? One in June, one in fall? I did see somebody suggest, like, what if it just had one DLC? And I didn't really think about that. But, yeah, what if it did? What if it had one big DLC in the fall? And maybe that sells better? Maybe that's more exciting? Like, I kind of felt... And I would love your guys' opinion. I felt like Isle of Armor was so hype and so exciting because it was like the first DLC. It was also, maybe it, maybe it benefited because the pandemic just recently started, right? And everyone was at home because that was in June. But I felt like people were so much more excited for Isle of Armor. And then when Crown Tundra came, people were like, meh, I'll get to it.
1: That was the opposite of my experience, but Isle of Armor came out at a bad time for me.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think. I think some of the meh people experience were were a lot of people who didn't find Isle of Armor that exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, now I see what this is, and I'll get to it when I get to it." I also think there was excitement because you paid for a thing, <laughs> and you're excited for that thing to happen, and then the second thing you were, you was since it was all one payment, there wasn't as much like internal ownership of the second. DLC because it was it felt it felt like a bonus it felt like you paid for the first one and the second one was a bonus mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that affected people's willingness to talk about it online it's hard to say because you know there are many 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 people who love one over the other right like mm-hmm. you have yeah, your totally. Count- Tundra fanatics and you have your Isle of Armor fanatics so I think it's hard to say to draw any conclusions about reception. But I do think we can say that overall there was much more buzz about the first ever DLC than there was about the part two. Yeah, Simply because we knew roughly what to expect. And I'm curious what the buzz will be around this one because we are once again, we now know what their DLC looks like what they did for one and so you can kind of draw some parallels so i, I it's hard to say like i think people are excited for a date dlc but i don't think we'll ever get the same levels as the first ever dlc for pokemon that we did with isle of armor
1: that's probably true this one is a little different though in that it's it's finishing the story even more this is going to be right I mean, there are hints there are There's the book with the third legendary in it. We're kind of expecting more background to how this all happened.
2: Right. And hopefully we will get it. Hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) they 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 left. I mean, I was going to say, I think this is the first game where they have proof that a DLC works so they could write a continuation story.
3: Mm hmm
0: yeah they, I mean they they also left certain assets in the game, right like there's there's uh well they they left the they gave us the hint of a third legend, right the, the big ball frog lizard, I don't know what it, it's supposed to be what, what are people calling it like a turtle or a frog? I don't know what it's supposed to you see the picture turtle. of a turtle yeah um, and then they like black out its name, and they're like, this is the cause of the crystals but in the in the game code that pokemon doesn't exist but there are other like legendary pokemon in the game code that do exist like mewtwo's in there zashians in there a lot of like the legendaries are are in the game code but they're inaccessible um and then there are two new legends based off i'll just say like they kind of like the galarian birds so pokemon we have Galarian, Fide, whatever, they're in the game code where so, or, or pic- pictures of them are in there, not accessible. So it's like, well, they made these new Pokemon. Galarian or Pal- Paldean Legends or whatever, Paldean Legends. So they have to be coming. But also we know there was like no sign of Calyrex. There was no sign of Glastrier. There was no sign of Spectrier. Like it's almost like. they 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 can why did they they put that in there almost like because they knew people would find it to talk about it yeah because again they could have not put that in right like (laughs) (laughs) they didn't put galarian slowpoke in any of the game and then one day it just showed up at a train station it's like interesting that they're like we want to give you some stuff and uh, which which i think you know going back like You know, we watched that trailer and and, uh, Mouse was in like the map and it was like, oh, what like intern forgot to remove Mouse. at a certain point. It's like they have to be doing this on purpose. Like, oh, absolutely. They know that like we leave a little icon of a Pokemon here. People are going to talk about it. If we give a hint that there's a Paldean legend of an old Pokemon, people are going to talk about it. And so, there's no doubt that they're setting up some sort of content. But again, whether that would be one DLC, two DLC, three D, Like, I, I don't know. If,
1: could be a sequel. Probably not, but could
2: be. Could be an all. Could ultra- <laughs> be going back to Kalos.
0: <laughs> I think almost I would want one big DLC. Instead of two little ones. I think, like... I, I, I do feel like there is something almost seasonal slash special about like November hitting and having this huge Pokemon thing to consume into the holidays.
2: Although
0: I had a great time with Isle of Armor, like, and I don't I I don't know if that was because of the pandemic, but like, I feel like no games come out in June. So Isle of Armor hitting in June felt really refreshing, but it did feel small. Like once you completed it, obviously, it was,
2: you know, pretty tiny. I don't know what I want. (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, from, from a DLC for this game. I yeah, want I'm it, there too. I want to continue the story.
1: I want answers sooner rather than later is the problem.
2: Yeah. I, I would be fine with two. I would be fine with one, but it would have to be really hefty. Um, I do think there is there is benefit in having two that come out quicker that are smaller to keep people coming back to your game. Although, I don't know that they... I think they've hit a pattern with raids that they like, so Mm -hmm. I think it's very likely that they might just go for one big DLC and allow seven-star raids to carry them for a long time to keep people coming back to the game. Um, I think personally, as far as like a time management thing, I would rather have two. I'd rather have two smaller things than one big thing that I have to devote a lot more time to. Because time is a premium.
0: Yeah, I, I I can see the one because they have found their their flow with Seven Star, and they haven't introduced any shiny raids yet. Um, which if they if they start doing that again, seven stars and shiny raids, it's almost like the Pokemon Go thing of like, well, we got something to do every weekend. Um, which I'm still leaning more towards maybe this tandem mouse is the first time they do shiny, because it's tandem mouse, it's not mouse hold. And yeah the whole gimmick is like, oh, it's one in a hundred to evolve, so they maybe don't care if you get five or six sh- shiny tandem mouse, because if they all evolve into family of four, you're going to be like, man, I wish I got ten or twelve <laughs> yeah. to try again, you know right. what I mean? Like, it almost seems perfect for, like, the first shiny event.
2: Um, I'm excited for my tandem Mouse community day, because I'll get my three at that point. <laughs> it's 2015 as we're going through the wasteland Looking for stops. Uh, It's another Pokemon day, so everyone in the
0: world will be like, Pokemon Sleep finally here. Who knows? Detective Pikachu 2, who
2: knows? Yeah, they're just going to skip to Detective Pikachu 3. Detective Pikachu would be the lost episode that will come out much later.
0: I wonder if they announce a movie. It's been a while for a movie. Uh, If there was to be a movie, it'd probably be Ash, right? Like, they'd probably
2: be. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're going to announce a live action Pokemon series. Yeah, they
1: could they could go into the live action if that's still actually happening.
0: Is there any Nintendo sixty four Pokemon games that they're missing? Puzzle League, I think, is on there. Stadiums are both being added. We'll get
2: we'll get both the stadiums. Well,
0: finally. I'm sure on Pokemon Day they'll be like, yeah. oh, next week or later today. The state because I don't think they have a date yet. I think they just said coming soon. Right? It was supposed to be after Golden Eye, and we just got yeah. Golden Eye. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I uh, maybe they announced something with Pokemon Bank because that is done in February. Well, not done. March. They said. Oh, yeah. March. March. 20
1: March. something.
0: They said like it'll counting go...
1: down the days till I can get into my bank again
0: because <laughs> they said it will go free. <laughs> but you have to download it before it goes away. I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's going to be a hot mess when that happens. Unless I, they do some final update where it's like, I don't even know how they send Pokemon through a QR code or something like the Nintendo switch. You got to take like four pictures of a QR code and then hit send. Yeah, and I to, mean,
2: they could definitely do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's like, I feel like this is the most ambiguous Pokemon day yet because like we're sitting on so many things that we know they've been working on and it's like every year they skip it. And yeah. so it's like is it this been year? a few light years? <laughs> yeah. I believe the Scar- Sword and Shield DLC got announced before Pokemon Day though. I believe that was January they announced it and then they sh- showed it off during Pokemon Day, didn't they? I think it, I think they I th- I think so. I think they had a Pokemon thing in January and then they talked more about it on pokemon day i don't know i don't remember i'd have to i mean
2: that's very like i don't remember like that was 17 (laughs) it was a long time all right well
0: uh that's today's show we covered a lot thank you for listening thanks for making it to the end um i think greg you're gonna be gone next week
2: yep okay and i'm i will probably miss the next two because you have to record early Yes. Because of Vegas. So I will not be on the next two.
0: Yes. Um, we'll, we'll, f- we'll figure out Hannah um, and then I know Bob. But if you're at
2: Disney World <laughs> you'll find me there. Be my guest. Say hi. There's a pun there. Uh, this, this episode
0: comes out on February 6th so happy birthday Mewtwo. Hey! Happy
1: birthday Mewtwo.
0: Happy birthday, me too. Also, uh, Greninja Raids will come back for a second time. So if you need help with Greninja, this is your, your last opportunity. That starts on the evening of the 9th. And then I'll be probably playing 9th, 10th, and 11th on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash PKMNCAST. Uh, we had a line last time. It worked very well. You just pretty much get in line, join. I'll help you do it um, if you don't want to wait. There are people in chat that will also help you do it. They're really great, too. Haven't had a bad experience yet. Well, I'm sure somebody had a bad experience. They probably didn't say anything and left. Understandable. Yep. Me, too. But uh, that's our episode. So uh, we will see you next week. Happy Mewtwo's birthday. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. And this has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast. And we are
2: super effective.
1: Thinking about what might come during Pokemon Day? We'll see. Super effective.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Gray, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.